Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to Total Information AM. I'm Megan Lynch, and you have heard our next guest on CamelX before talking about cybersecurity. Christian Espinoza founded Alpine Security and more recently Blue Goat Cyber. He's a white hat hacker, an outdoorsman, a skydiver, and the author of a new book, The In-Between, Life in the Micro. Your first book really explored some cybersecurity concepts, some leadership concepts, I'm curious where this book came from because it seems different than some of the work you've done in the past. Yeah, it is different. It's, um, I guess, sort of my own journey of transformation. And what I realized over the past several years, uh, and there's a car accident I talk about in the book that kind of connected the dots for me, was that I was so focused on these macro goals, these things I wanted to accomplish, uh, like the next business to start, the next Ironman triathlon to run, the next uh, mountain to climb, that I kind of skipped over the stuff in the middle, like between where I was and the goal I was after. And it caused some uh, regrets, some failed relationships. Uh, it also caused me to not be informed about maybe that goal I'm chasing isn't really the goal I want to be after. So I wrote the book about that, and it's more of a focused memoir about where I feel I got things right and where I got them wrong in terms of living intentionally in the present moment. Tell us about the incident that sparked this. Yeah, I was um, just just flew back from a trip uh, to Texas and I was driving with my girlfriend uh, in Illinois. I have a house in Illinois uh, across the river uh, from St. Louis. And there was a car accident, a truck T-boned a car pretty high speed in the intersection. And my girlfriend's a nurse, so, and I like to help with these situations. So we both got the car and and helped, and um, nobody else helped. The, the, the driver of the car uh, was pretty injured. It looked like uh, she had a broken leg and she was in shock and there's glass falling off her as she's walking, because she got the car immediately and started walking for some reason, or limping. Um, so we helped both of them. And the driver in the car, this woman, she, told me to call her husband. That's the first thing she wanted me to do, to tell him she was okay. So that, for some reason, uh, <laughs> made me realize that sometimes in the in the moment, all we care about is the person we love, not all these other things. And then the fact that nobody else helped, everyone just sat in their car, like filming it and taking pictures and um, being frustrated um, was somewhat disconcerting. I felt like society is kind of missing the boat in, in on a number of levels. And for some reason, the incident kind of like 
solidified the topic of the book uh, with certainty for me. I felt like this voice spoke to me and said, you know, this is what you need to write the book about. And this is the incident that was kind of the, the impetus to bring it all together. Why do you call it the in-between? I call it the in-between because I feel like in-between that thing we're trying to accomplish or the dinner we're trying to go to or someone's graduation in between where we are and that thing are these small moments that I call the micro moments that we often just ignore or don't intentionally add value to them. And life is really a collection of these small moments. You know, it's, it's, it's great to have the big goals, but ultimately if on a daily basis, you're not feeling fulfilled or happy or content, that big goal is not going to change anything. So you have to balance the two. Is it a matter of being too busy? I think it is a matter of being too busy. In our modern society, you know, we're, we're distracted a lot and we're busy with things that I think don't really matter, uh, like social media, uh, browsing, you know, answering phone calls immediately and, and things that we didn't do a long time ago. So I'm, I, I am trying to like bring people back to some intentionality around the moments right in front of them. Because I think if we show up with intentionality and we change how we feel and change how other people feel, uh, our life will improve and we'll feel better on a daily basis. I'm sure you're around a lot of high-performing, high-achieving people. Did you have to take that into account as you, you know, thought about how you were going to kind of share how this impacted you? I did take that into account uh, because I am one of those <laughs> high-achieving, high-performing people. And, and a lot of the people I know uh, that are high-performing, high-achieving, they have those big macro goals. And they think, once I get to this goal, my life will change and I'll be happy. And I will feel fulfilled and successful and pat myself on the back. But that never happens. There's always the next thing to do. So I'm you know, that's sort of my target audience are those high achievers because that's where I have failed because I've been so focused on those big things. And when I got the big things, I was like, okay, now what's next? And then what's next? And what's next? And my life felt sort of empty in the middle. And um, I'm trying to say, you shouldn't ignore the big goals, uh, definitely go after them. But there's a balance of going after that and all the stuff on the right in front of you, those micro moments that you can influence. Tell us about the burden of those regrets. The burden of the regrets, uh, I've done a lot of work to kind of resolve the regrets. I talk about one of my grandfather uh, when he was dying in the book, uh, a relationship I had and uh, with a woman that kind of fell apart because I was so focused on those big things. I wasn't paying attention to what was right in front of me. So those regrets, so I, I've, I've wrote the book to sort of like, resolve those regrets within myself to, to, to transform me. I feel like as an author, the book should transform the author as well as anybody that reads the book. And writing the book was cathartic for me and transformational and helped me like really sort of come to terms with those regrets and realize that I can't go backwards in time and change those things, but I can learn from them by reflecting and by writing about that and try to be better in the future. Has it changed how you set goals, those big macro goals that you mentioned? <laughs> I I certainly set big macro goals still, uh, probably bigger than before, but I intentionally step back sometimes and realize 
that's just just a goal I made up in my head, and I need to like enjoy the moment uh, and go after that goal as well. Because in the past, with like my first cybersecurity company, I would work 18 hours a day, and that was purely my focus. And anything that was right in front of me, I just sort of ignored it. If I w- if I had a conversation with somebody at the grocery store, I found it frustrating. I'm like, I got bigger and better things to do. So I've sort of like. Just still going after the big goals, but realizing the little interruptions in life, like that car accident, can help shape us and define us and inform us that maybe that goal you're going after is not quite in alignment with with you. It's just something you made up. But now you're more informed and maybe you should change it. The book is The In-Between Life in the Micro. Where can we find the book, Christian? It is available on Amazon and uh, Barnes & Noble and most Book set book online book retailers and the audio book should be coming out here in a couple weeks as well author christian espinoza thank you so much for joining us on kmox hey rob bradford here i have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what i have known for some time baseball isn't boring now i have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show players managers gms and yes even the commissioner of baseball rob manfred it has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices so join the revolution subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring listen on your odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did